All right, it's time. Man, I feel like you know, it's, nobody knows because we did we weren't recording, but like it's like twelve minutes past the time we normally start. These motherfuckers done been off. Yeah, yeah, we got started with before hitting the record button. Sorry, y'all. But this Sorry. is this is episode seven hundred and eighty for January twenty second, twenty twenty four, and on the show this week we got Anthony. Yep, we got Terrence. What up? And hey, Wombat, I finally get to say hi to you. Hi. <laughs> hey, Ryan. Hi. We are 700 episodes and then add 80 to that into this podcast. I know, right? But the, you don't it's even count like you don't even count like the E3 shows. and. No, yeah, no, no, no. Game of the Year shows don't count. Like, it's just... Right. That's too many podcasts that have been recorded with, you know, mediocre effort. Yeah, mediocre's a high bar. I, this, I mean, that's true. But, you know... What would be less than? Just minimal, I guess? Minimal would be... Yeah, with 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 minimal effort. I mean, I think we have yeah. delivered the most minimal effort in the history of podcasting. I think you're right, actually. I think that's fair. I think, I think it's fair I'm to say that we're the... I think it's fair to say that we're the best worst podcast. We're at least the longest running worst podcast. Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm contact and, and you know why? And you know why? Because money doesn't have anything to do with it. Speaking of which, Anthony, Terrence, why don't you guys kick off? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to continue your conversation just... <laughs> about fakey mons? That was good. That was really good. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, uh, who wants to go first? I don't even know where. Well, I don't even... I'll, listen, I'll go first because we could get the Palmon stuff out the way. I, I don't think we'll probably go as deep as our discussion was just a bit ago, but um, just so everybody kind of gets a feel for it. Yeah, these conversations have been out of control. I, I'm to blame. I understand. I, you know what? And, and this is why hey, I. You're was, just trying to be um, the very best that no one's ever been. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you you used too many of the words from the actual song. <laughs> <laughs> you, need, you need to change those. Go to, go to the source. But no, I love the fact that you always have, you know, that's why I want to do the show with you, because I feel like we'll have some deep, meaningful conversations there. I made that sound so dramatic, but you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I like the, I like our chemistry. Yeah, no, you did make um, it sound so dramatic. I did. Okay, so I'm playing Pal World, like apparently a million other people, according to Steam, because um, I guess it's like the number one, like, I guess it set some record. It's like the number one played yeah, game. Con- concurrently played, yeah. Yeah, so um, it I, I'm going to say it. The developer it, Pokemon with guns is how it's being described, and that's true to a point because yes, you can equip them with guns. Some of the Palmon is what they're called, um, but it's like late in the. It's like you got to get high level for all of that shit. Like I'm level I think 15, um, and it, it it's a lot more arc. Um, with Pokemon creatures or Pokemon like creatures, I guess, um, because it has base building. You have to, you know, you don't have to drink water, but you have to make sure that you eat. So you have to monitor your food. You have to monitor your pals food. Um, uh, just like an arc, like the, the Palmons roam around the gigantic map, like the dinosaurs do. So, I mean, you can, some of them will mind your, you know, mind you or leave you alone. It's going to be when you're walking by, others will attack you on sight and others will like run from you. Um, so they have different traits like that. Um, 
you you know you catch them in your pal spheres. I'm gonna tell you right now because I streamed some of this. I've been playing it with my wife. All this stuff that's like Pokemon, I call it by the Pokemon name. I'd be like, oh damn, I gotta go back to base and make some more Pokeballs. I know Nintendo probably gonna sue me because I I literally I'd be like, oh shit, there's a, a Pikachu. It's not a Pikachu. It's like a Ella Buzz or jibbuzz or something i don't know but it shot electricity and it was little and yellow and it had a black lightning bolt it's very close to pikachu so that's what i called it um which i guess i'm the problem like i you know but anyway it's it's more arc with those creatures it has the the you know you collect the creatures they can fight with you um but what what it does have that that i found is that it has dungeons the map is huge. So as you explore, there's dungeons that have bosses at the end of them, which some of the bosses, actually, I think all of the bosses can be caught. I don't know if they kind of respawn these these dungeons because it's a timer. Like when you go to it, there's like a timer ticking down, the one we found. So they had like nine minutes left. Um, and we went in there and got fucked up. So I don't, we haven't gone back yet. So I don't know if if um, they like appear in random parts of the map or what. But um that was kind of neat. Like it has, you know, the glider kind of thing. You can build a glider. Some of the Palmons on your team uh, will turn into a glider if you put the right harness on there. Um, I don't know. Gameplay wise, like I said, it's very much arc. If you don't like those survival type games, you're not going to like this. Sure. You might be like, oh, Pokemon with guns sounds dope. But it it's not just that. It's you have to build a base. You have to expand. Um, the Palmons work at the base, so you can have them building stuff or gathering supplies and stuff for you while you're out adventuring, collecting other ones. But the base building and stuff is a very central part of the game. So if you don't like that kind of survival stuff, fuck the Pokemon. You're not the Palmon, whatever. You're not going to dig this. Um, but <clears throat> so that's the gameplay. Let's talk about the art. Uh, oh, Christ. It looks half of it looks like the. Um, uh, not the uh, god damn it! What's on uh, the Unreal demos that you see? Like I made Pokemon in Unreal, and somebody goes hire this man, and the other half looks like Pokemon. Well, he. I mean, like, it's. I will never not argue that these motherfuckers are Pokemon esque. <laughs> like some of them look damn near real close like the one i haven't seen it in the game but i know there's a lot of pictures of it running around the one that and this was my my pokemon that i used in sword and shield um cinna sort of the cinna bunny cinna ace cinna ace whatever um the bunny soccer player one whatever there's like a it's like a grass version i guess in palmon but it looks very similar in design um which is why I think everybody is saying that they probably use some AI for some shortcuts because AI just you feed a bunch of, you know, design examples, as I understand it. You feed a bunch of design examples in there and the computer says, OK, I'll make it look like this. And all it did was just kind of Picasso all your stuff together. So I don't know. Um, I, I enjoy the gameplay. Um, but if it gets shut down or they get in trouble for uh, infringement or, or something like that, it won't surprise me. But as y'all heard me say on the show, you know, I'm here for a good time, not a long time, especially at my old age as I've gotten older. So I'm I mean, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm also here for a good time, which is why I deleted this game. <laughs> Damn, <man. laughs> to me, it's just I don't know, like I get it. Uh, I don't like sounding like I'm simping for a billion dollar corporation. I just I'm not. The reality is, is that this. 
this this leads to bigger problems for all of us if Nintendo starts suing. You might say, well, you know, if they used AI, like if Nintendo can prove that like they used AI and fed it a bunch of Pokemon images, like case case closed in my opinion. But if not, I think it puts everybody that does make their own like fake Pokemon or, and then maybe does something different with it. Like we 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 view it as this this monster collecting series, but Pokemon is a bunch of stuff. Like what if somebody makes a mystery dungeon sort of game which is just rogue essentially. Um and I mean that in the the truest sense. Um What's to stop Nintendo and the Pokemon Company and Creatures Inc. and all the, the, I think those are the three. Oh no, Game Freak to start looking at those things as well. Like there aren't a lot of Pokemon Snap ripoffs, but if you want to do one, now we might be at a bigger risk because some asshole decided to step, you know, too close to the line that we just kind of all acknowledge but don't cross by literally ripping off Pokemon designs. Um, I can source most of the parts of Pokemon, of these, the, the Power World creatures from Pokemon. And I don't know every Pokemon. I mean, I don't know what's in Sword Shield. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's, there's over like a thousand. Like, yeah. that. like, I know the first 100, actually, I know the I probably first 200. And then like, I maybe know like, whatever the Diamond and Pearl numbers are. And I still recognize bits and pieces and it's like if i recognize it do you not think the people that own the property you're ripping off is gonna notice again like this is what ends up screwing over creativity this is why things like it's anytime you give a corporation a reason to go to court like they are going to make sure they don't go to court again and like that's how, you know, we end up pushing copyright so long, right? Like, the idea of copyright is to make sure that the thing you create is protected so no one can rip you off. But that's only really helpful in your lifetime, and then it goes however many years after. And if you get bought by, like, if you sell whatever you made to a corporation, now they own those rights, and it limits creativity. Sherlock Holmes, because the family had the rights still, has been a nightmare to work with, which is the reason why it's Herlock Sholmes in uh, Capcom's great, uh, great Ace Attorney Chronicles. It's Sherlock Holmes in Japan, but when they brought it, when they localized it, they didn't want to have to potentially fight the family on that. So it limits creativity um, with characters that have a myth like it's it's basically there's a line between myth and like ripping something off like drew in our chat brought up the fact that dragon ball z is more like superman at the beginning than it is journey to the west which is what dragon ball was just a retelling of and that's fine it's fine to be inspired by things but there's enough differences to kind of acknowledge and if you're not looking at the gameplay of power world it is just pokemon with guns and again, yeah. a, a, any reason why you are like, I just, I don't know why you would poke the bear. Okay. That's right. all. Hold on. I have two things because I'm, I'm old and I'll forget. So one, I don't, 
I don't think you're simping for a company. I think you're simping, just using your words, for artists. I think that you're looking out for, because you're in this world, you're a part of this. Like, I think that you are looking at the potential dangers of this and like, hey, you know, I don't want, you know, somebody to come for me if I decide, you know what I mean? I think that's what that is. Um, the other thing, <clears throat> um, who who gets to decide was was the point I was making before. So if AI is you put source images in here and it gets spit out and you know this AI built this yeah. and say my son who saw who draws and he's a graphical artist who you know never got into Pokemon but he knows about it and he's seen some stuff because I've watched it and he whatever but he draws something that is similar. You know what I mean and it. It's not Pikachu, but it's similar. So who gets to decide if his thing was, oh, that's just pieces of Pokemon you put together. I think there's a difference. What's, what's, kind of, what's going to end up? What's going to end up happening is is going to be there's or what there's going to end up needing to be if this goes down the path that everybody thinks it's going to go down and and people still want to respect copyright and that is still something that exists. Is you're going to end up? It's going to end up um, as weird as weird of a connection as this sounds to make, it's going to end up something like uh, consumer loan underwriting where you're going to have, if you're going to have a, if you're going to have a model that produces uh, images or characters or something that you copyright, if you're going to have an AI model that produces those things, then you're going to have to, you're going to have to track the inputs and outputs of that model um because that that's what and again i know it sounds like a weird connection but in consumer loan underwriting you have to track all the inputs and outputs of any credit model that you use because they want to make sure that there's no discrimination um and they want to make sure that you're not you know feeding attributes into a model that would cause your model to discriminate against specific individuals and it's going to end up being the same thing here if you're going to use if yeah. you, if you want to be able to copyright material that was created with ai and then you're going to have to probably keep track of what your model is sourcing as inputs to make sure no one else's copyrighted material is included um gotcha. and that's What's now that we're going to get bogged down in a conversation about bureaucracy stifling innovation. Um, but the, the answer to your question is that if it's going to be policed, that's what's going to end up having to happen. Uh, mm. We can there, there are there are arguments to be had on every side about whether that's something that's appropriate or not. Um, what what I'll say is that. Um, AI and automation, when it was originally envisioned uh, and sort of sold to the populace, was a way um, that people would be able to get their work done easier and not have to work so hard. Um, and instead, all it's done so far, basically, is um, replace people, cost people their jobs, and everything's still expensive. So, yeah. in, until it stops being that way, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm gonna err on the side of the human people that are making stuff like this on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. um, but the, um, the, the, and Anthony, to your point about um, Nintendo going after everybody else, you're, you're probably right. It, it, it there is a, a slippery slope aspect to this conversation, but the reality is. 
there's a big difference between, um, hey, we made a game that's about collecting monsters, and hey, we made a game that's about collecting monsters where we literally you we literally sourced your IP to create yeah. our own. I, um, I, I so, agree with that. I I, I want to just say quickly <clears throat> that like. I guess I was implying that I, I wasn't implying that all monster collection games were going to get screwed, but the ones that are closer to po- being confused with Pokemon, the more dangerous it is. Like I think Digimon and like Dragon Quest monsters are different enough clearly to the public that it wouldn't be something that Nintendo would go after because it's clearly its own brand. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but no, I think it's 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 a um, it's a conversation that we're going to be seeing and hearing a lot about over the next several years because, especially with SAG authorizing AI voice acting, um, yeah. it, it's um, it's you want to talk about a slippery slope, right? We're we're getting to the point where, um, it, like I said, instead of using all this stuff to automate tasks that people used to have to do uh, and make everybody's lives easier while still allowing them to make a, a living. Um, we've decided that it's okay. Um, and I, this isn't even a hypothetical. We have literally decided that it's okay if artificial intelligence replaces human beings when it comes to creative work. Um, and not only is that bad for human creative work at least paid human creative work obviously human creative work will continue but the the downside is that eventually the ai is going to run out of shit to copy um because it's it's the same thing so again i i credit modeling is part of what i do so that everything comes back to that but um there there are dangers with machine learning when it relates to modeling because the model will eventually train itself to itself um and the same thing happens here we, we're already seeing it with the ai image creators and stuff where the in instead of just training themselves on human creative art created art it's self-replicating and training itself on ai created art which a um tends to create the same or similar image over and over again. And B, um, just like inbreeding with humans, creates uh, suboptimal results. Um, And I think, you know, there's a a, a wire to be walked here with respect to if you're a fan of AI and what it can mean to creative... um, avenues even still you got to walk a wire because if you use ai to replace most paid human creation um then what's going to end up happening is your ai is going to run out of shit to model um it's going to be a it's going to be real interesting all right uh quickly before we move on um just uh, I, I want to say, like, for a moment, though, let's just kind of, even though that I am going to assume just based on the look and design and the fact that they've ripped off Zelda in one of their previous games, like 2AT, let's just assume for a second that this is 
somebody actually made these. Somebody sat down and made these monsters. Um, and I'm not critiquing um, the the ability of that person. Like they they look legitimate. That, that's a talent. If someone made this and they look like things that are actually Pokemon, like that is a talent, and I do want to recognize that. However, how would that same person feel if I then took what they did and then did the same thing with it? Right? Do you think Pal World would give me the same leeway they have given themselves with a known property? Right? Like they are ripping off Pokemon. What can I rip off Pal World? Well, they just did a bunch of sales. If I started cutting into that whatsoever, or even seeing that's not even say cut cut into it, because that implies I'm stealing away customers. Say I'm Say customers are also buying my game and it's making a lot of money. Do you not think that they would get upset? Like that's that's the reason why I kind of say there's just kind of this code to being an artist that like m- mistakes are going to happen. Um, but when you hear of general like controversy that isn't just between like artists as people, but artists as artists, it's usually from people ripping people off and not just going, you know what, my bad. Like it happens. There's there's parallel thinking. There's there's a really it's funny because we're talking about this and you know last year H Bomber guy's big video wasn't him taking down Tommy Talarico. It was him talking about plagiarism. Um, Tom Scott, the guy who did all the as diff uh, movies, uh, put out a great video called Tom Scott's Guide to Plagiarism, where he kind of covers that there's there's layers to this. Um, so I don't want to just say like, you know, fuck them because they have made their own game and, um, you know, people are enjoying the gameplay, not just the look, but at the same time, like what brought in people to play the game in the first place. And it's a more difficult conversation that I think would have to take hours. And I don't think you'd ever get a concrete answer. It's the same with kind of like did Robin Thicke. I I disagree with this, but did Robin Thicke's blurred lines rip off um, Marvin Gaye? I don't hear it, but when put into a courtroom and had Lehman listen to it, and they decided it sounded similar enough. Now it's a detriment to everybody. Like if they had just kind of recognized, like maybe we're trying for a Marvin Gaye sound and kind of try to pull back and make it their own. Like there's enough court cases in music that if you follow it, like the flaming lips were listening to a lot of cat Stevens at one point in time. And when they wrote fight test, it sounds just like a cat Stevens song so much that cats even sued. Um, and uh, sorry, I apologize. He goes by Yusef now, but um, it's a cat Stevens song when he was using that name. Um, and uh, they had to give him writing credit, and the it they were the court was right in that opinion. It is a it is a difficult conversation to um, determine what is stolen uh, outright and what is inspired by. Um, uh, so yeah, what what you're desc- what you're describing though is is the so is is feeding an AI. Well, I, images I'm still of, operating well, hold on. off of I know. the idea I, that they are not AI. I, so, I know. Yeah, I know. 
but the there's a difference between um uh, as a human being i heard something or saw something 30 years ago it's been implanted in my subconscious ever since and i go to create something and it has a passing similarity to something else right and you're right in the music industry specifically that usually ends up being resolved either legally or not legally by adding a writer's credit right in, in that case uh or in this case uh, you know we we haven't seen anybody i don't think and i haven't been following this that closely if it is a human creative right there has there's been a lot of people talking about this game over the last couple of days and where the designs come from and we haven't seen a human creator come out as far as i'm aware yet and say you know obviously you know i've played a lot of monster games including dragon quest monsters and uh including you know, pokemon games and um obviously i'm inspired by those types of games which is why we made this one and um but you know any similarities are um you know purely by chance right that they've been i think pretty quiet so far yeah. so i don't i i agree with your comparison but i don't think it's a perfect parallel no i'm just saying there's there i i'm just trying to acknowledge that there is nuances so i'm not coming off as like somebody who's trying i'm not trying yes. to put anybody you know um to the stake like i'm not really trying to say like these people should be sued i'm just saying like there is there is this sort of danger when we start playing so close to this, um, especially with new technologies like AI, that I think it's it's a deep conversation that I don't think, I don't think I am personally able to kind of give a definitive answer. Um, right. I can tell you how I feel, and but that's not going to help you figure out the law any better and maybe even determine new laws about this. I just think it's very dangerous and that this is going to cause more problems outside of just pal world because if it was just a pal world problem okay i mean games get dm stuff gets dmca'd all the time right like how many fake mario games like that stupid mario that at ces there should have been dmca'd on the spot the weird hologram ai thing like that's that's the point where it's like that's kind of obviously just theft this is right before that i think and it's like I, I don't know. Like, there's a lot to this. Like, it doesn't play like Pokemon, really, right? Like, you know, yeah, you make Pokeballs, but, like, it is a survival game. Like, that's not Pokemon. Pokemon doesn't have anything like that. So I, I don't... There's a lot of moving parts, and I just don't think, like, a conversation is going to get fully down to it, but I think it's also important to have, and I just don't want to be so blinded to the other side. Yeah, I think I think the conversation's gotten to the point where... And fair or unfair, I think the conversation's gotten to the point where somebody from that uh, company is going to have to address where they where they, they landed. They did okay. Well, it's in this. So I put it on our thing. I it just popped up actually while we were talking. Um, the guy, if you go to the article, you have to translate it because it's written in their their language. But they explain about creating the models and their path to it and stuff. I skimmed some of it, but they, they go, they address some of these stuff. So I guess this is, this will probably end up going around as their, um, you know, uh, 
excuse I not even excuse I don't know proof I don't I don't even know I don't even know but yeah uh, the only thing like I said before that scares that worries me with this the AI thing as a writer artist or whatever like I again I my my book is a noir story that has a um you know a black private eye the detective all right there shaft we got right and then you know I've, i'm a big elmore leonard fan so we're gonna you know compare it to to be cool and in some of those you know those other books because i i'm sure i got influenced and in stuff you know in some of the stuff that i'm writing so how do we say that oh well he just put that stuff in there and ai spit that out he put his name on it like this this slope well, is just a, so slippery but if there, there's a person attached i'd be like i'd it says Lord Magnus wrote this book and I'm like, man, I'm a fan of, you know, this. And then I go to Twitter and I go, Hey man, are you a fan of this? I was reading this part of your book and you go, yeah, man, I am. I must've just added that like, just cause I love that series because I, I don't think you would intentionally go in ripping it off. And if you did say like at the end of the day, you accidentally stumbled into like ripping something off, like way more mm-hmm. than you thought you did you're a human you apologize and you make it right and then we move on with our lives right like when you're a a corporation putting out a big game and it's potentially ai generated we we we're now running into the, like the, it is, there's like no person to go to it's a faceless corporation even though that will have faces cuz someone has to talk but like right. um making a ton of money running just like images into a machine that just pumps out <clears throat> new things there's a lot to it. There's a lot of moving parts. I don't like this future. I don't like AI. <laughs> I'm very skeptical of all this. It just sounds like a nightmare. Um, you know, I, I'm worried that like, you, you know, people that like there's there's a full cottage industry of people they draw like hyper realistic anime girls for comic book covers, and boy, that that just can go away now because you can just AI generate pictures and they look like that, right? Yeah. See, and that's uh, you know one term. of the things, yeah. That was one of the things we were talking about. Like, I'll always pay for art. Like I told you, like I, I, and and that I guess is the part I'm worried about because I've seen some AI art. And yeah, I'm like, oh, that looks cool, but nah. But like, I don't know something about somebody's hand drawn, like your boy that drew them cards. Like, man, that that shit is fire. Like, I've commissioned a bunch of paintings that I have around here from different artists that I've seen on Twitter. Like, man, that's great. Can you draw me this in your style? Like, I, I don't know. It just but today's the like last Ryan day. Hmm today's the last day the tech is going to be this bad. Right. 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 So that's, that's also a concern. Yeah. So to me, it's just like, this is going to be more and more possible to the point where they're probably going to have some jank, Like, there's always going to be something that's going to cue us up, like just be like, Hey, that, that looks AI generated. But then some people will draw with like, or create stuff with those same quirks. And then we'll be accusing them. And it's just, it's it's just going to cause problems and it's going to cause problems with this and it's going to cause problems with copyright and that's all that that's just kind of my at the end of the day that's the point i'm making like this this is a copyright problem and copyright's already messy and shitty enough and like abused by big corporations and this just seems like another like giving them another excuse to really just fuck everybody yeah so i'm i'm reading this article Terrence, that you sent and okay it 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 number one it's it doesn't doesn't paint a great picture (laughs) Um, yeah when i read it yeah most of the article is about how 
they didn't really know what they were doing, that they had yep. previously bought all their models and um, that they, they had never really built anything in house. And they realized that it, it took uh, forever to build one character and they had a hundred to build. So they hired a guy who was um, already talented that taught them what a rig was an animation. Uh, and so that, that helped them. But when you get to the, the part about the artist and listen, I don't, I don't know who this artist is, so I hope that um, uh, everything is all legit here. But uh, there, again, this person could just be a super talent, right? But as I'm reading through here, there's some red flags to me. Um, and I, I'll I'll use they because the the translation switches back and forth between he and she, so I, I'm not sure which to use. So I'll use they instead. Um, it says the person who designs Pal, the current face of Pal World, is a recent graduate. Um, uh, they were originally rejected. Uh, then they were still looking for an artist, so they came back. This person was rejected by a hundred companies before they started drawing the char- the characters in pow world um uh this is the this is the um this is the part that's a red flag to me and again maybe it's just a bad translation or it's just you know the person's incredibly talented uh so i'm just going to read this verbatim first of all it draws incredibly fast it's the fastest i've ever seen if you're bad at it, it's four or five times faster. Feedback, corrections, etc., are really fast. If you give them proper instructions, they'll be back in a minute. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> I, have, so, I have no resistance to English at all. He also knows what kind of things are popular overseas. Um, I can say definitively that because of her, I was able to complete a hundred PAL designs. It's oh, surprising that nearly a hundred companies overlook this talent. Um, so See, I'm, I'm reading that too, and it's weird because my translation translated some of the words that you were reading differently than how you read it. But it reads like the top part that he's referring to, or whoever they are referring to, a female that was yeah. hired who is the artist that was working on but it does make it seem like whereas first of all frightening fast to draw it makes it seem like they're talking about a computer but i think they're saying oh, this graduate so per, the the person right I, yeah i, I, is, I know is, the is, scam i know the scam so my my i'm not saying sorry let me rephrase this i know what's too late what's, too late anthony said, well what's being said <laughs> here's the thing i'm not i'm not actually accusing power of, of 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 scamming mm-hmm. uh, i I believe them. I believe, though, that they don't realize that the artist is using AI. So the reason why I say that is because my DM, Sam, who actually wrote a review for the site once, um, he went to the art gallery in the city I used to live in, and uh, he was walking around. And he walked it's up- still here. Ken, Ken, Ken's, Ken's ordering pizza for football um, right. <laughs> at this point um, and he walked up to this piece and he said oh I I need to talk to the curator about this it was this giant cat portrait he's like so tell me about the artist 
and she went on about he's amazing you know he, he'll do custom ones for you too he uh he'll go in and he'll change the colors you can get this one in green or whatever and sam at the end of it just went you do know these are ai generated right like he's just generate like because it was this big metal print on, like so it was a metal plate and then the print was on top of it and the the curator did not realize he was ai artist and like it shows i went to this guy's website all his handmade stuff looks very different and he doesn't have a lot of it but his cat portraits that are definitely something he created in photoshop and not ai um you know wow those are the big things that he's showing on his site so the trick is is that the artist oh i'm really talented and then the people were probably rejecting them because they were like this is ai generated because that's the big thing right now is a bunch of AI pe- like people like to call themselves artists because they can prompt well. I swear to God, that's that's the sell. It's like, no, I'm a really good artist. It's like because I can just tell the AI certain words and get what I want right away instead of having to go through and keep generating images over and over and over and slowly getting there. Like there is a skill to like being able to use Google is essentially yeah. what it is. Yeah. I, so again, I. I... I know nothing about this person, and my hope is that I'm completely wrong. I've been wrong before. My hope is that I'm completely wrong, and this is a real person who's just excellent at design, who has, like Anthony mentioned with some music people, been inspired by Pokemon and their designs over the years, and just can really quickly create character designs. That said, I again, if the translation of this article is accurate, there are red flags in um, studio that is over budget, pressed for time, in over their heads, don't really know how to create models or animate. E- finding an artist who a hundred other people have already passed over, who is really quick at creating models and really quick at making changes or not not models, designs, really quick at making a whole bunch of designs and really quick at making edits to those designs if requested. There are red flags in that. If they're, you know, if it's if it's like Anthony describes, which is kind of what I think too, that maybe this artist they found that is a, a generational talent that everybody else passed up on might be using tools that the company doesn't know that they're using. It's possible. Um, that's sort of where my head goes, but I don't know this person, so I don't know if that's true or not. Um, there are red flags is all I'm saying. I hope that I'm wrong. Like I said, I hope that it's, it's a real person who's doing a fantastic job and the game is successful. So good for them. But, uh, there, there are red flags in this article to me. Yeah. If you read this translation of this article, let me say. Yeah, it's yeah, because it, like I said, it, my translation of it, because I'm in Microsoft Edge, uh, my translation is some of the words that you were reading, like it was using different words than than what I had. But I kind of skimmed the rest, and it kind of this whole article reads like what Anthony was talking about, because there there's a part on here where they're like, you know, yeah, there there are games like Nintendo, and they, they can make these big worlds really quickly, and you know, we we had looked at that, and they they talk about where is it right here in Pal World, unlike Ark, and they go through the different things where it's different from Ark, and they talk about being in you know having 
the game having novelty that's different from Breath of the Wild and Genshin Impact, all the games that it looks like something like it looks like they touch upon in this, if this translation is right by all these words, that they're, I guess, kind of trying to say that they were inspired by. But again, I don't. I, I don't know. This whole thing is a lot, and uh, we didn't talk about this, this for an hour. Yeah, this just feels game. like it's gonna God, be a nightmare damn. that yeah. th- that echoes throughout. I think that's my biggest. At the end of the day, that's my biggest concern is that this is gonna cause a lot of problems. Yeah, it's about to be multiverses all all over again, nigga. This game about to have to. You know, we about to shut down until we actually get the game because this is the early access. It's not even like out. This ain't one point Well, this is early access for this. The so, good news is the game has sold so well that we're gonna get answers to these questions sooner rather than later. It's not. Oh, it's yeah, not gonna be. Sure. It's not gonna be very long before we find theme. out definitively. You know, it was it human designed or was it not human designed, and um. You know, what we're, it's we're gonna get those answers. No, the, the aftermath. If this, game, if this was a game that sold five hundred thousand copies uh, and was like a niche title, um, that it wouldn't, we wouldn't even be having this conversation for the last fifty minutes. But right, the fact but that it's over, it's over, yeah, four million sold, and it's on three days. Yeah, like, the, the the questions, damn. the questions are gonna come. Um, we're going to get answers from people who are actual journalists and not just, uh, nerds sitting behind a computer like us. Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll all have answers a week from now. Um, and we may all feel silly for this conversation, but, um, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I won't feel silly cause I ain't said nothing. Yeah, you ain't said nothing because you're because you're a coward, Kenneth. No, no, I'm not a coward. coward. I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, Ken, Ken heard no it was a game he didn't want to play, and it was dead to him immediately. Oh, 100 percent. Like I don't, I don't give a fuck about Pokemon with guns. Whatever, man. Ken, you, no, I was thinking more of Ken starts it up like punch a tree, and he went, "Nope." Oh, dude, I will tell you, my 100 percent, my experience. I booted it up. I'm like, "Oh, this got some Zelda vibes." I climbed a wall. I punched a sheep, and then it said, "You need to eat," and I was like, "Delete." Yeah, and and that's when it goes into the Ken's shit list. Yep, he just is like, "I don't give a fuck." Yeah, it's gone. It's out. It's out it's of just, my world. It's just <laughs> he just dumped yeah, look, it I'm right on top of Shenmue. Real quick, because I ain't gonna talk. So I played. I've got. I played some more Evil Dead. That surprisingly, um, that has an audience. So I don't know if it went free on something or what, but it's I'm getting in matches pretty quickly. Um, Played some more of the finals, messed around in Prince of Persia. I found the architect. I have not found all the puzzles. Oh my god, that map is just ginormous, sir. Man, I I, I finished I finished Prince of Persia, and I've been going back. My biggest complaint about that game is that like it tells you you're missing shit, but I wish like there was a way that it would kind of tell me where it's at. Yes, because there is nothing to, and like you think like you walk into a room because this happened to me a couple times. I'm like, oh, okay, you know what? This is like a puzzle. I bet I get over there, and then you get over there, and it's just a Xerxes coin, and you're like, son of a bitch! Like I just had to make jumps. I had to change the dimension to to avoid spinning uh spinning pillars of spikes that are coming at me. I had to use my dash and my teleport. Like I had to put so much together for a Xerxes coin. I was yeah, so I, mad. I bought this i've not played this game but i bought this game because of the way you two were talking about it i mean it's sure, gotten great it's reviews everywhere phenomenal. yeah it's phenomenal it's so great I, I gotta be pretty happy about that too but like yeah i picked it up on switch because i know it runs well there and i'm like yeah i want another metroidvania on my switch this the shifting sounds like something 
else. It was a Metroidvania where you shifted between two dimensions. Yeah, it's uh, Guacamelee did it. Oh, Guacamelee! Yeah, 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 that's right! Oh, yes, man. Oh, my God, it was bothering me so much. Yes, Guacamelee. Guacamelee got... Also one of the best games. God it, damn. It, it is great, but by the end of Guacamelee, between shifting and having the specific attacks, it becomes a little too much. Yeah, you have to... Was that... I don't, I don't remember that being as much of a case in Guacamelee, but Guacamelee 2 was like that for sure. The late game Guacamelee was like that, where you was had okay. all three colors and the shifting. Yeah, you had, to like, you had to like shift, you had to shift and then like uppercut. And yeah. Then, yeah, I remember that. that it became, like, it was great for like the first three quarters, but the last the last leg of that game is is a lot. That's what that whole, you know what, now that I think about it, like take the combat out of Guacamelee and the shifting, I guess, too, because that's not there, and that's what that Disney Illusion Island is as a Metroidvania. Like, it's the same sort of like a lot of jumping and like stringing combos basically to get certain places. And um, their, their other game is one of my favorites the, the Mutant Blobs game. I love that fucking game. Oh, is it? I've never played it. It came free oh, with Guacamelee. Like I never oh, played it. Oh, it's so good. So I like good. Severed. Yeah, awesome. Severed was really good. That was them as well. Severed was yeah. good. Yeah, I played that. Severed was good. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm going a hundred percent Prince. I'm like at 55% right now, I guess. Well, like achievement wise. Oh, I thought, like I was going to say, dude, I'm at like 67%. What are you talking about? Yeah. The last time I looked at it, I I was like, it was close to 70, um, where I was like, I unlocked a couple of new sides. Like I went all the way back to the beginning. Cause there's a, you can get through there now. Yeah. um, I I see what was over there. I did that because oh, okay, cool, cool, I was cool. trying to find shit in the game, and I was like, "Well, if I go back to the beginning, maybe there's me, some shit here." Me too. Nope. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because I'm like looking for stuff. Because I looked at the achievement list, and there's a couple of things I won't talk about, but I was like, "Oh, what?" So I'm like trying to find where this stuff is, and I'm this map is just so big, but that game is good. Like the combat and the, just the fluidity. Of oh the yeah, that table. Like, I would be shocked good. if that game's not on my list at the end of the year. Oh, same, same. Um. I messed with uh, played some Monster Hunter Rise because uh, my son asked me to play some Dauntless, so I played that with him, and I was like, "Man, we should play some Monster Hunter Rise." And I'm trying to get him onto that. He probably won't uh, get into it for real. Uh, play some more Everspace Two. Um, Ryan, did you ever get into that? You ever check that out? Oh, uh, no, no okay, I okay. did not. Uh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, no, I, I have not. Uh, I have not played it yet. At some point, it's it's on the list, but. I got so much stuff that I'm trying to catch up on uh, that it yeah, has not risen you. to the top yet. I got you. Um, I don't know if, well, if they ever put the Game Pass stuff on um, Steam Deck, I think it might be playable on, on Deck, so it might be something you can play on the go, um, which would be kind of cool. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's probably pretty much it. Um, I, well, I played some stuff that I wrote reviews for because the reviews were overdue, <laughs> so I had to refresh myself <laughs> on the games. So, um, so that, but uh, but yeah, outside of that, it's I mean, it's pretty much just been a lot of Power World, um, good or bad. I I like the gameplay, um, so yeah, but that's yeah, it's pretty much. Oh, I played Turnip Boy Robs a Bank. That I don't know how the first one played because I didn't play that. <laughs> That oh, I'll game talk is fun. about it. Oh, okay, cool. That game is fun, and it's it's pretty funny too. I didn't really I actually, yeah, it's not what I expected, but okay, that's all I got. All right, Anthony, we'll go ahead talk about your well, Turnip Boys. Turnip Turnip Boy. Uh, so I played a little bit of the original uh, when it came out. I didn't realize like it's only about three hours long, so 
It's short, oh, wow. but like um it's a Zelda like game. Um man I this one is not. Tur- yeah, turn up turn up boy robs a bank. Um I am close to finishing it. Um I mm, okay, so oh, I'm gonna explain the first I'm gonna explain the first game's kind of charm. The first game is really smart. Like it is the way it's presented is great. It's got a lot of dark humor. It, it, it's also very funny. There's a lot more writing in the original game. It's Zelda-like elements uh, don't really shine in the combat. That was never the big thing. But there's a lot of cool puzzles. Um, however, there's a lot of lore in the original game. Um, you kind of real. You kind of find out why everybody's vegetables. Um, it gets dark. Uh, Wait, in this one, you find that no, out. In this this one? is this is Turnip Boy oh. uh, commits tax evasion, okay. um, which is the original game, and um, I mean it's one of those like, yep, this is a perfect little indie game. Like, is it is it a ten out of ten? No, uh, but like eight out of ten, yeah. Like it it doesn't stay around too long. It's got some really great music. I think the art was great in the original. So when I say this, please understand that like I liked Turnip Boy from the beginning. Um, I have gone back and finished the first game finally, and like upon playing Turnip Boy Robs a Bank, the first thing I know is that like it plays like every other um, twin stick roguelike. Uh, have you played Nuclear yeah, Throne? Ken, ju- or- Ken just turned it off. Yeah, oh, I already told, warned Ken, don't worry. Ah, yep. Um, I, uh, I said, um, don't play this, it's a roguelike, I think. I mean, it's uh, all, you, you gotta, all you gotta do is say rogue, and, he's like, and I'm out. I'm like, don't play Turnip Boy, it's a rogue, and he's like, okay. Um, it's not really, but it is, it's, it's, that's the problem. So, it plays like Enter the Gungeon, or uh, Nuclear Throne, um, but, like, it's not a full roguelike. You, the bank has always got the basic setup still. It's just the elevators that change. And sometimes a little few placements of objects. But the bank is always the same. The rooms are always the same. And the idea is that you you hit a block. You make enough money. You then go back to your base. Because you don't have a ton of time before the cops start showing up. And you buy a new item on the darknet and some power ups, and then you go back in and you get a little bit further in the bank. Think Luigi's Mansion, I guess, in a way. Um, it is technically a mess. Like I have had slowdown. Apparently, this is an issue on Switch as well. Which the, I played the first original uh, Turnip Boy on Switch. It doesn't have any issues. Um, I'm playing it on the Xbox One. It it was having real bad issues. It has it had a day one patch. That is better. But if I go into my... I have not been able... There's a, like, you open up a little phone and it's got... That's your menu. And um, there's one for, like, your missions. Because there's side missions and unlock hats for Turnip Boy. Um, that has never worked properly. Uh, the writing just isn't as good. Um, it's kind of going for pure jokes, which is how the first game starts, but does not finish. Like that first game has a lot of heart too. Um, 
it has better jokes. Like I would argue that I've ha- I had bigger laughs with Turnip Boy Robs a Bank, but it's sort of absurdist humor is not appealing to me. What six seven years after uh, Enter the Gungeon came out? Like Enter the Gungeon is so perfectly stupid that everything is bullets. Everything is based around guns. It's funny. Um, there's no reason for this to be a bank because outside of like the initial area. It's not a bank at all. It's just rooms that have a different theme. Um, the final sort of boss sucks. Um, at that, I died, and then it had to. It's a boss rush, and then you have to do with. You have to activate four things, and uh, if you die while you're activating those four things, it's a boss rush. And it's not a boss rush like just one after the other. No, you have to go through the bank to each boss room. And it's just like, a lot of this game is just padding. It was like, I I built a bank, and you have to keep going through that area over and over and over again, instead of just putting a new area. Um, The art doesn't look as good as the original Turnip Boy, and I'm seeing scores of like, you know, six and sevens, or or, sorry, sevens and eights. And I'm thinking like, best five, six? Like, this is not, this would have been cool. A decade ago when when this was still sort of a fresh idea but like it's not as good as games we got years ago and it's not as funny and it's just like i don't and it doesn't it doesn't live up to what turnip boy was either um i don't want to spoil turnip boy because it like goes on sale for like dirt cheap like right now it's probably two dollars on steam or something and it is worth your time but like the sequel sequels just okay it feels like a cash-in though and i know it's an indie dev so like i'm so glad that that indie dev is doing well i'm glad that people are probably gonna buy this um i'm glad turnip boy can exist but like to me this just feels like the capitalism rolling in over the nice thing we had um and not done in a way that feels like it's you know acknowledging that which turnip boy the first game has enough sense of humor to and, and like is smart enough to kind of do something like that. And it seems like they totally didn't even think about doing that for this when it would have fit perfectly. I mean, his first, his first game is committing tax evasion. Like the second game should all about be like selling out. Right. And it doesn't feel like a sellout. Like in that way, it doesn't feel like obvious that they're acknowledging it. It just feels like, wow, you just kind of just took this character and just did a thing with it that has nothing to do with the original. Um, the other game I'm playing is uh, Another Code uh, Recollection. Um, another Code is one of the first games I bought on the DS. Uh, I don't remember what the uh, European name was, but it was Trace Memory over here. And uh, it used a lot of the DS features, like um does everybody did they, everybody play the zelda ds games like i'm not gonna um was that the uh no phantom hourglass and, um no that there's phantom hourglass and spirit tracks did the uh, spirit tracks i played Spirit tracks is not my favorite yeah it's not my favorite either no but th- there was you know how there was like that moment where like the you had to close the ds to solve a puzzle yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Trace Memory did this like at the launch of the DS because it was a while before we got a Zelda game. Um, 
And so, like, it was kind of mind-blowing. And it was also kind of my first visual novel. Um, you know, I, I'd played point-and-click adventures, which are very similar. Um, but uh, this was more, you know, the Japanese take on that. It was quite interesting. Um, and so, years later, I was looking up Wii games that didn't come out over here. And one of them was Another Code R which was the sequel to Trace Memory, and we just never got it. Um, so I was quite upset, but I mean, like, I didn't want to go through the work of modding a Wii to play it. Um, you should which never I would mod have your do... Wii. Sorry? You should never mod your Wii. Oh, God, Leave it as God it. intended. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... I, don't, I don't have a... I don't... What, what do I do now, Ken? <laughs> How do I go back to anything that was normal? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, anyways. So I was really excited when this uh, collection got announced because now I'm going to be able to play the second game. But what's crazy is that because the first game was like top down on the DS, like it used DS features, they actually remade Trace Memory. Um into a fully 3D game. So playing it through, it's been been almost 20 years probably since since the game came out when I got it. Um which is weird to think um cuz 20 years ago should be longer ago. Um should be in the 90s. Um <laughs> uh anyways, um I, I just can't believe like seeing some of these areas I do remember from the game um, realized in the way they are. And the game looks beautiful. Like, I think it might be the prettiest looking game on Switch. Now, it's not having to do anything crazy, right? Like Mario or Zelda. Like, those are those are a big game. There's a lot of action and it's got to move fast and everything. This is a very slow paced game and it can kind of be what it is. But um, they do the dialogue between characters in, like, comic panels. So it kind of looks like a manga. Um, and you get to see how, like, they've colored it in. And it's just... It looks exactly like... Because the company that originally made Trace Memory was uh, Sing, C-I-N-G. And they made also, like, Hotel Dusk. And they had a very unique art style between Hotel Dusk and Trace Memory, which they eventually brought to Chase Cold Case Investigations on 3DS. And to see, I don't know the artist's name, but to see their style realized in 3D like this for the first time, it's like kind of amazing that they did such a good job. Like, I'm like, wow, that's exactly how I remember it, too. Like, um, the puzzles and and just some of the, the moments early on. I'm like, oh yeah, I re- I remember this, um, and this is how I remember it. Even though it wasn't in the angle that I'm seeing it in now, like I would have seen it from the top down. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of brilliant that uh, this game can make me feel like that. I do wish though, and this is kind of a minor complaint because I I know that like trace memory comes before the game we never got um, chronologically. Um, they don't let you pick the game you're playing. They make it's a collection, but it's actually one game 
Like they don't allow you to, like it's kind of like if you played the Metal Gear Solid um, Ultimate Collection that they just released, and they made you play Metal Gear Solid One first, or actually better yet, Metal Gear for the MSX. Like you had to play that before you could play Metal Gear Two, before you could play Metal Gear Solid. That that would be very weird. And so it's weird that it's that way in this. But uh, I have no complaints so far, and that's it. All right. Wombat, you want to roll? Uh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I, uh, I have played, what have I played? I mean, really, not much. Uh, Don't get your Wii modded. I hope that helps. Yeah, I did not. I I never modded my Wii. Um, no, no good. Um, so let's see. Well, I finished Assassin's Creed Mirage. Um, Ooh. did you like it? So I really liked it. Yeah, I really liked like, it. Like I mean, like the ending um, was like satisfied. Did it like? Yeah. Like, so, okay. so let me let me let me say that uh, in two ways. So, as an ending to this game. I thought it was satisfying. Um, and I thought that it, um, there's something really cool that happens at the end. Um, that legit made me go, Oh shit. Um, but Hmm. so as a, as a self-contained game, I thought the ending was, was really good. Um, as a tie in to Valhalla, what I'll say is that it um, it doesn't end where I would have wanted it to as a direct tie-in to Valhalla. Um, and I'll say that the, it, it seems like they tried to make the ending somewhat vague, not super vague. Um, if, if you if you finished Valhalla, it's very obvious sort of what's happening. Um, but if you had never finished Valhalla, I feel like you could beat Mirage and you would be confused as to what's happening. Um, so I have a question because for you. so much of, well, hold on, let me just say this yeah. one last thing first. So much of Bassam's story is told in Valhalla um, mm-hmm. that I can see why some of it wouldn't get the specificity here because um, they uh, they don't want to sort of rehash what they've already done. So it's hard for me as someone who finished Valhalla. It, for me, the ending's like, oh, okay, yeah, it's it's vague. I wish they had been a little more direct, but I know what's happening because I, I finished Valhalla. Um, okay. I'm I'm curious how people who haven't finished Valhalla would have felt about the way it ends and whether or not they would have been confused about what was happening. Um the so there there's a light illusion. Um uh, well I don't I won't, I won't even say light. There's a big part of the story of the game that sort of hints to what happens to Bassam in, in Valhalla and they don't but they don't really directly talk about that until oh. probably the last 30 minutes of the game. Oh. Um so like 
the, 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 that's why I'm saying it doesn't exactly end where I expected it to, to carry right into Valhalla. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm trying to be a little bit, um, yeah, I get uh, it. And I appreciate it, but I, I'm following because I finished but, Valhalla, so I, I'm yeah. following. Okay. So if you if you well, so this is this is this is not a, a spoiler. So I can um, I can say this without spoiling anything. Early, very early on in Valhalla, the way your character meets Bassem is that Sigurd, um, your brother, met Bassem while he was traveling in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Baghdad area. Um, and I, I expected this game to end with those two meeting, and it does not. Um, so if that's your expectation, you don't, you don't, there's nothing here that directly ties this game into Valhalla, like what I expected. Um, I, I expected that too, um, actually. Is there going to be DLC of- for this? I don't think so. They have not said anything about DLC, okay. and there's oh, no so there wasn't like that. a gold edition. So, there was, well, sense. there is a deluxe edition, which no, is what I have. But there's no, as far as I, I'm aware, there's no, <clears throat> you know, gold edition that includes a season pass. Because as far as I know, there's no season pass. Yeah, I think this um, is just a one-off because they're doing like what four what games thought. at once. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. I just I was curious because like the moment there was there where it's like oh ubisoft is saving the connecting piece for dlc yeah that doesn't appear to be the case it it appears that they're so maybe they plan to revisit that connective piece but i don't think there's enough there um to to revisit it as a game or a dlc i think it was just a a purposeful decision um and what will likely end up happening is the next mainline um, Assassin's Creed game will address it in a roundabout way. Uh, again, I'm trying to dance carefully here. Yeah, I understand. Um, but I, I think probably the 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 time period that I'm talking about will probably end up getting addressed, but it's not addressed in this game. Um, <laughs> this is okay. this really does feel like a game that you could play and finish without ever playing Valhalla and still kind of feel like you got an ending while also being, uh, you know, having enough in it that if you did finish Valhalla, you can make the connection. Now I realize I'm asking a question that you won't have a, like you won't know for sure, but do you think then kind of going through both of those games playing mirage before valhalla would be better absolutely not no i would play Valhalla first yeah even though you prefer the voice actor in my Valhalla. yes yeah yeah yeah. i would play valhalla first because yeah and again i don't want to get too much into why no i just was Um, like pure curious of of order that's all yeah no i i would um i would not I would not. I would play Valhalla first if you're going to play one of the two. Um. Yeah. Um. So let's see what else. I played a decent amount more uh, Baldur's Gate three. Uh, that game continues to impress. I did find, and I, I was talking about this in our Discord. Um, I, I did find. Uh, the first time in 65 hours, I found a quest that is either bugged 
or just kind of wasn't finished with the same level of attention to detail that every other side quest I've played in this game has been done with. Um, there's a there's a quest. It's a side quest. Not not really important. Um, but there's a there's a quest that you get in Act Three once you get into the city, um, and it appears not just from my experience but from what I've seen online that the only way to finish it is kill everybody, um, and that's just not the case for every other quest that I've played. Um, so I'm not in, in the way the way the mechanics of it go about um are strange because if you sneak in um while invisible to the last place and try to talk to somebody you can get like a one-off voice line but as soon as they perceive that you're there the entire building gets hostile and so it doesn't it it, it just doesn't have the kind of nuance that you would expect um, and unfortunately, the one clever way that I found to accomplish uh, what needed to be accomplished uh, caused my paladin to break his oath. So I had to uh, go away from that and um, uh, try again. But, uh, but it, again, is a minor side quest. I tell you that to say that it, I followed it up with playing another quest that, by the way, is completely optional and one of about five different ways that a main story quest can get done. Um, That is one of the most thrilling quests, like way more thrilling than you would expect in a turn-based game. so I won't um I won't spoil anything about the what's and where's except to say that you're um you're tasked with rescuing um about ten probably twelve different people. Two are um important to the narrative, ten are can be but aren't necessarily. Um and you have basically eight, if you're playing on easy, you have eight turns. If you're playing on normal, you have six turns um, to basically get everybody and get them back. And it is it, it's something that I didn't expect in this game. And it is like I was on the edge of my seat the entire time, which is not, again, what you expect from a turn-based game. Um and it is it's mapped out perfectly where i don't see unless you were like a i'm sure a speedrunner will find a way find a way to do it but it's built perfectly to make it so that if you get everybody and get back it's probably going to happen with no turns left um so it is it it was incredible um and to find a quest like that that deep in the game on basically a um a side I don't even want to call it a side quest a one possible option of 5 at completing a main story quest and even within that sub option 
it's one of probably three sub options um was incredible so that game continues to amaze me uh and it's it's making its way up my games of all time list not just my games of the year list so um that it's just incredible and i I can't it get it keeps getting better which is also something that i didn't expect the the third act is tremendous so yeah it's quite quite an incredible game i can't say too much more about it have you made it to the city yet oh yeah 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 yeah. okay yeah i am um uh i'm 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 focusing on companion quests right now. Mm. Um, but basically I have, uh, again, I'm trying to walk the line here. I have what I need to be able to start the march towards the final battle. Gotcha. Um, but I'm, I'm cleaning up other stuff before I start doing some of that, uh, gotcha. the, the, okay. the final main missions. Um, so yeah, I, I would guess I've probably with the side content and stuff that I've got left, I've probably got fifteen hours left. Um maybe ten, but probably fifteen, just knowing the way that I play. Um, which will probably I'll probably end up around eighty or eighty five hours by the time it's all said and done. Um, but I'm also trying my best to complete every companion quest in a single playthrough. Um, which is not, well, uh, let me say that every companion that I can get in this playthrough, because there are some companions that are locked behind different decisions. Um, every companion that I can get in this playthrough, I'm trying to complete their, uh, side quests in this playthrough. So, um, that's why, that's partially why I've, I've got so many hours. I'm sure you could finish it much faster than that, but, um, yeah. And then... I think that's it in terms of stuff that I played, but that's probably enough. All right. It's time for speed run. You ready for speed run? Yeah. I can't tell you shit about anything I'm playing. (laughs) And the news. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, yeah, I have to wait till next week. Most of the stuff I've been playing this week, uh, I can't talk about other than finishing Prince Persia, which was really good, and deleting Pal World, which was very satisfying. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, I also, d- d- I, my Overwatch stats have dropped substantially. I know why. That game is dying, and unless season nine fixes problems, I I, I think it's over. Damn, I thought this last patch, I thought it was cool. I haven't installed that in forever. Like I ain't played the the dude that looked like The Rock from the animated movie. Um. No. Uh but yeah, I thought that last patch fixed like the 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 Roadhog stuff. I thought the matchmaking got better like No. Man. People people okay. don't play anymore, so every game literally has people who are in the wrong rank, people who are not playing, people who are quitting. I mean, it's just dead. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like it's none of dead, the people none bad. of the people that actually want to play the game are playing the game anymore, so every game is bad. Even competitive? Normally, that's the, the only like, thing the I'm playing. Is... That's the only thing I'm oh, playing. Oh wow! Like it's okay. just, it's yeah. bad. I literally was in a game the other day where the other tank just gave up and started like walking around the map. That's that's the death rattle of a multiplayer Damn. game, right there. It is. It is. 
Yep. But that's what I was asked because normally the ranked stuff you don't really have that problem. What it is is like the ranked stuff takes like a long time to find a match. But like the like quick play, you get people that just don't give a fuck. But like the ranked, like where the dedicated people are, it just takes forever. No. But yeah, you got people fucking around and ranked. Like damn. If if so, the big changes coming in Pat in season nine, like season eight, just feels like it was just a waste of a season. Like other than the new character, which he was broken for half of the season, uh, which made yeah, the, the rock. Yeah, like, he was so okay. OP in the first half of the season that if you didn't pick him, you just lost. <laughs> like, there, there wasn't even a question. Fight. It wasn't even a question. Like, you just picked him or you lost. Nice. So, but now, like, the, the big change coming in 9 is that they're resetting the ranks and changing the ranking system. And if that doesn't fix it, I think I just might be done. I went from playing like 40 matches a week to my past one was I pay, I played 10. Jeez. Yeah. I played 10 matches this week. That was it. And when I'm not playing, that's not good. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you, you, you're the hardest working Overwatch person I know. You know what I mean? Like, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll talk about the other stuff next week. Um, but let's talk about what is coming out this week. Uh, for Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5, you've got Hal, Little, Little Guardsman, Stumble Little Guy. Wimp. What? <laughs> Nothing. This uh, stuff from, uh, Smite. Go ahead. Stumble Guys? Which, I, you know the only reason I know Wait. that game? As I was, I was invited to a Discord where they were giving away a free Xbox controller for it, and I'm like, eh, I'm, I'm good. Nice. That's a mobile game. Yeah. It's a mobile game. It's obviously Fall Guys, which is so funny. That's what I was. Power World, and Mm. we have this, but yeah. um, Yeah, I mean, their their characters are just generic humanoid thing. They're not the beans from uh, Fall Guys, but yeah, I mean. Uh, Devil Inside Us, Roots of Evil, Go Mecha Ball. Hidden Devil through time. Inside. Devil inside. <laughs> Hidden through time. Are you like Rob Zombie in this shit? What's going on? No, uh, no it makes sense. No, it's I, I, know, I know, but you sounded you like Rob. No, oh. you sounded like Rob Zombie. Like, Devil inside. <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting on you to bust out some Dragula and we'd be in there. Um, Hidden through time too. Myths and magic. Jet Rider reduce, reuse, and blast it off. Uh, Phantom Abyss, Starward Rogue, and then on Friday, if you got a couple minutes, uh, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, and Tekken 8 are both launching on Friday. Oh, geez, oh, Pete. Yeah. See if you got a couple of minutes. <laughs> uh, PlayStation 5, mostly the same stuff, but we're also getting, uh, this is a JSJ game. We've got Undernight, Inbirth 2, Sisseless. Jesus, yeah, it is. Uh, Immortality is making its way over to PS5. Uh, Macross Shooting Insight. Toho Luna Knights. And Revita. Uh, PlayStation 4, we've got Apollo Justice Ace Attorney Trilogy. Um, The rest of the stuff is the same. Still wild to me that Tekken is not coming out on last gen. It's crazy. Right. Uh, yeah, but I've—I mean, I think they worked black magic on the last Tekken to make it run on 
the previous consoles <laughs> the way it eh. looked. Well, it, it did get a pro upgrade, which looked Although a hell of a lot better. Bad. It looked bad on Xbox. Always, oh, Xbox! Right? No, the yeah. Xbox version is terrible. Um, okay. The PlayStation Four cool. version is much better, and the PS4 Pro version is even better than that. I I thought that game looked beautiful, but I mean, like those games have always been fairly detailed in comparison to everything else. So yeah. Uh, and then Nintendo Switch. Sit back. Um, right. What do we got here? What is the date? Okay, it's twenty first. So we got Sudoku game for kids. Uh, Neptunia sisters versus sisters. Wow. Sister, uh, sister. Neptunia game. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's a mm. that's that's a different kind of. Oh yeah, that's some different. Legend of Steel Empire, Saga of the Moon Priestess, uh, Arcade Tycoon, Bodhi Tanks Two. Bodhi tanks. Bodhi tanks. Sorry, uh, how do you spell that? Like boat, B O A T Y. Okay. Tanks. Bodhi tanks. My mind is telling me no. But my Bodhi. My Bodhi is telling me tanks. When are we getting Booty Cheeks the game? Oh, wait. That's that's probably already on Steam. Um, (laughs) Oh, shit. Chips Challenge is coming to Switch this week. I I don't what that is that? Game, I don't know what yeah, that is. you say I know that that game exists and is important, and that is all I know. About it. It's actually really good. It's an old ass game. It's literally yeah, it's like an old ass game. Old-ass game. game. Yeah. It's like ported to everything more than like Doom even. But... Yeah, but it's a really fun game. Uh, all right. Um, this is all capitalized, by the way. Egg console yokai tentai PC eight eight zero one. Oh like, man, they really need to do work on their. They, they, they've started releasing those PC eighty eight games, and they all have terrible names like that. Jesus. Um, what else we got? We got Evil Nun, The Broken Mask. Grind. Hold on, just 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 as proof. Egg console Hydlide PC eighty eight oh one. Egg console Thexter PC eighty eight oh one Mark two SR. They are. I, I'm really glad you're bringing these uh, PC8801 games, um, but please, please, please work on the, the naming convention. I mean, Lord. Uh, Hitman Blood Money Reprisal. Coming to the what? Yeah, oh, for Switch. Yeah, I don't. Okay. Oh, I remember this. It's just yeah, it's just Blood Money, but they've done some updates. I, I think they're they gonna switched it down. <laughs> Actually, I guess yeah. it's uh oh, it's because they put Hitman Blood Money on Android oh. and, and uh, iOS, so they're porting that to the Switch. Oh, cool! I but it's Hitman Blood Money. It's not like a portable weird version of it. Uh, Jet Rider, Kobo Lock. Uh, oops! What? I, it... Hold on! Hold on! What? Before Kobo you say, Lock. Like, Kobo Lock. K O B O L O K. Oh, Kobo. Did you think I said hobo? I thought you, you said hobo. I, yes. I did too. Kobo <laughs> lock. Kobo lock. Can I just, That's wild. Kobo lock is an ethnic PS1 style horror Whoa! game based on an Eastern European fairy tale about round bread Kobo lock. And then it goes into the other names in another language that I won't be able to pronounce. All right. 
Uh, it's a 3D horror game, you know, indie horror game. Oops, mm. I said yes. Uh, puzzle Pet, Feed Your Cat, Selling Souls, Star Wars Rogue, and Star Wars Star Wars Rogue Augmented. Oh. Uh, Sweet Drop. No, 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 you gotta stop for a second. Okay. <laughs> Oops, I said yes. Okay, yeah, because he just you paused acci- over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you accidentally get hitched to that guy from work when you're drunk. Can marriage <laughs> be a starting point for love? No. It's a visual novel. I'm highly uncomfortable. You a- that yeah. guy? That guy, that guy, probably all in caps. That guy. That no, guy. it was that. It was that guy with air, like quotes around it. Nice. Christ on a cracker. Uh, UFO Henfield. Brain memory. Henfield. Henfield. Uh, Brain Memory <laughs> Training Academy. Dead Tomb. Grotto. Negligee. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> Ravita. Sci-Fi Racer Simulator and the Adventures of Panzer Legacy Collection. Jesus Christ, what is happening? I just don't care, man. Like, <sighs> all right, now no, news. Let's do news. Uh, Red Art Games will start publishing physical Xbox games. Their first release will be Soph Star, with more to come in the future. Um, which is cool that somebody's be, putting out the, Xbox physical well, games because Microsoft ain't. Microsoft ain't. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say uh, Microsoft because um, uh, Limited Run, I guess, was making it very clear um, why they don't do Xbox runs. But um, <laughs> just I mean, I look. Uh, I understand that online, like this whole conversation, constantly happens between physical and digital. And I understand the people that want the physical games, but there is a reason why they don't put them out. It, it, they're losing money on them. Well, exactly. you know what? Like, yeah, well, I mean, especially when you have Game Pass, but... Yeah. It, yeah, like, Microsoft games have not been having the greatest um, output. You know, their their glory days have been over. Um, and they haven't really gotten back to that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the the games are kind of known, and before they come out, and then they don't sell. But again, now you're competing with uh, Game Pass as well. So, like, why would I buy a physical copy of Gears Five? But then, what the stores do? They need to have the big blockbuster game potentially, because someone might want to buy it. So then these co- these co- or um, these games don't sell, and then they discount them for like five dollars. Yeah, but I mean. The retailers are getting out of it now, so... Well, I mean, why would you, when you get stuck with... Like, why would anybody buy Microsoft games when they get them on Game Pass? Well, I mean, they're getting rid of physical media, period. Well, that oh, yeah, that's true, too, yes. So, I mean, like, why would you invest in something that, like, Best Buy or Walmart's eventually just not going to carry? Like, Well, I was just thinking, even though, like, to my... The game store that I used to go to... Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. just video games, like, the Microsoft section kept getting smaller because there is no point of bringing in games for it no it's uh, if you have an xbox what are you playing on it game pass that's what you're playing on it speaking of game pass we've got some new games we've got those who remain turnip boy robs a bank f123 pow world go mecha ball brotato persona 3 reload and anushard whatever the fuck that is 
Uh, Microsoft did their de developer direct this week. Um, they announced four games being added, but it ended up being five. We saw Aura History Untold, which is a strategy game from the makers of Civ. We saw Avowed, which looked pretty fucking cool, I'm not going to lie. It did, yeah. It did look cool, yeah. yeah. I want to play that game. That game looks neat. Uh, Sinuous Saga Hellblade 2, which looked like Hellblade. I mean... Yeah, I still have not beat the first one of that, so I'm like just kind of like whatever. I probably would never play the second one. It it's, looks good. But... It's crazy because like people were like expecting them to like change what the game was and make it like a one of the Sony sad dad simulators, but oh wow, uh... it's still just Hellblade. They're not it's like... all sad dad simulators. There's only two. Come on, man. I mean, so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what do you what do we call it? Third person, I don't know. big budget, yeah, th cinematic, third, third person cinematic experiences. Okay, there we go. So the so yeah, I like how his accent changed when he said it. That was nice. Yeah. Um, Square Enix showed up and threw Microsoft a bone with Visions of Mana. Man, I can't wait for that. It's so fun, but it's oh, so hold funny. On, sorry, hold on, what is this? Visions of Mana is the new Mana game, which is hilarious because like the whole thing was like Mana is finally coming to Xbox. So like, what the fuck is Mana? Yep. You could put the collections on there, you know, that might help. Yeah, I don't know why they don't or put that the remake that they did for um because I still haven't played that one. The was it Legend? Not not Legend, Legend or Trials or game? something. I don't know. Might be Trials. It was the the trials one that never the, came the, here. That Trials. Yeah, it's that one. They should put that on there. Well, they need to also port the original game to anything but like portable phones and the Vita. Oh like, yeah, because right. um, they they remade the original game in 3D before doing um, uh, sorry, is it Illusion? What's the one that we that came out over here? You're you're asking the wrong dude on I the model series. I think it's I think it's illusion, sir. I do believe. Um, so. No secret, secret of mana. Um, secret of mana. Um, illusion of mana. What? Uh, illusion of Gaia and secret that's of mana. Gaia. That's Gaia. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Um, so, um, secret of mana. Um, before they did that, they did the first game in the series that was like what Final Fantasy Adventure, Legend, whatever the one that yeah. wasn't the RPG. They're on Game Boy, right? Yeah. Yeah, Final Fantasy Legend, I think is what it's called. Okay, so they remade that in 3D, and I've been waiting for them to port that, but I'm very happy. I did not know that this was announced. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, announced yeah. this they last year. Gameplay? Yeah. La yeah. yeah. Did they really? Yeah. Oh, they... man. Well, I just it's neat that they're at least, like, the people that, I guess, it looks like the same team that remade the uh, other games are working on this one, because it looks very <laughs> similar. Um, so I'm glad that they're oh, built doing more of this. Like, that's nice to have. And I'm just sorry. I was like, I didn't know that got announced. I heard about uh, the other stuff, but not this. Yep this this one was like the surprise. Hey, here, this is another. Oh game. man, I just saw the underwater section. God damn it! Yeah, man. And then the last game they showed was obviously Indiana Jones and the Great Circle, and I'm just impressed that we saw nothing of this game and then saw everything of this game. Like that doesn't that... happen anymore. Yep. That was definitely impressive. Like they kept that under wrap because they showed a lot of that, like the trailer yeah. and stuff. Like you got to see a lot, and that none of that got leaked. Nope. That's crazy. Nope. The only we saw, like we joked about it forever because they showed that stupid what, like six second teaser, like two years ago, 
Like, hey, mm-hmm. we're making an Indiana Jones game. Like, we don't see it for two years, and you're expecting yeah, they gave you the Indiana Jones logo, and then like finger guns. And yeah, and it's like off the stage. You expect in this, you're gonna see like maybe thirty seconds of gameplay, and they're like, "Nah, here's the whole fucking game. Let's just go." So, I didn't watch it. I didn't. You know, I, I don't. I, I just didn't want to spend the time. I was busy this week too. Um, does it basically look like uh, Wolfenstein? I mean, it's it's fairly similar as far as like the structure of the visuals go. It's yeah. very fast. Does it? But you know what I mean. Does it look like it's the same sort of uh, gameplay loop? Mm, I mean, it's... right? Like collectibles around, maybe some secrets, and you're kind of going through like a linear story. I get that it is that it is in that sense, like it is a linear with like moderately open world areas because there's a lot of puzzles apparently in this game. Okay. So this might be like I don't care that it's Indiana Jones based. I mean, uh, if it if it's what inspires them to make the puzzles they make, but like this might be one of those games that actually makes me upgrade to a Series X. Oh wow! I mean, the game. I wish it wasn't first person. I like. I want to play it. I just was hoping for a third person. I I... get whether different, but man. Machine games, um, despite being far more linear, um, it's uh, it's spun off of um, Starbreeze. And man, mm-hmm. like if you want to talk about two of my like favorite first person experiences, not that I finished Riddick, but the Chronicles of Riddick and the Darkness, the first one, are two of my favorites because Both of which it's just are great. Yeah, I I love those games. So even though it got more linear with uh, Wolfenstein, uh, the three single-player ones that they made, um, I loved those games. Even the second game, which was far more difficult, I, I enjoyed a lot still. To the point where I did the stupid kill all the commanders to unlock the secret mission to get this really cool visual that they built. Um so I, I I just kind of want to play their next game, but I, I also, really. you know, I like puzzles. So you know, and it's still in the killing Nazis, you know, area. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of like. Nazi punching in the trailer. Yeah, and sure. and I'm oh, always down for some of that. So that's the other thing that I that I desperately want from this because if if you're a real Indiana Jones fan, you know Indiana Jones has a very specific punch sound effect, and oh my god, I hope this game uses that because it did not sound like that in the trailer. But I hope that was just my ears, and I hope it has the punch sound effect because I love the punch sound effects in Indiana. They Jones. did they did squeeze the Wilhelm scream in the trailer. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, I did. that. Yep, I caught that, but I was like, I was waiting for the punches, and I was like, oh, it doesn't quite sound like it, but I hope it, oh, God, I hope they use it. I love the sound effect of that. I will say that, like, the discourse online is that this might be the first game that gets people to want to buy an Xbox, because it's I mean, not I just, available that's anywhere. Right, right? That's what like, he said. Yeah, he was like, shit, I may upgrade for this, like, yeah. And and I'm not even the Indiana Jones fans. Like I'm sure that brings in a completely different audience too. Oh yeah, I saw yeah. lots of people out there like, God, I wish this was on PlayStation. And I was like, Well, they finally got one. Yep. Like you don't hear yeah. that. You don't hear that kind of talk most yeah, of the time. Yeah. I think and the only one that people have asked for yeah. is, um, I guess, sort of Starfield before it came out. Um, but. Uh, I think the only one that you can say that is Hi-Fi Rush, that people have wanted Hi-Fi Rush, and 
Sure, on, sure, but that's that's a much console, quieter so. that's a much quieter game. Like this one is yeah. like mainstream. Like you know, you have it's to Indiana have Jones. Yeah, and you have to have an Xbox or a PC, and it's like. If this thing is only on Series X, I think most people ain't gonna have the PC to run it. I'm just. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's gonna be impressively, you know, spec that. But okay, that was a, the other thing. The his voice, like, uh, I'm, first of all, I'm sick of hearing Troy Baker. Um, but he sounds like, because people online was like, oh my god, that sounds exactly like Harrison Ford. No, no, it does not. There was parts where he sounded really close, but it sounded like a nigga that was just pretending to be Harrison Ford. Like, I'm not mad at it. But like, meh, I don't know. How y'all feel? Y'all like I Troy think Baker? It's, I think it's him? fine. Like, he but, has I mean, enough range that he can do it. Like, I think people just get yeah, upset with him because he's close. in everything, you know? That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. He's in everything. I gotta tell you, I'd rather have Troy Baker than current Harrison Ford. Uh, oh, sure. Not that I Good. not that I have anything against Harrison Ford, but I just I don't have I have faith that Troy Baker will do a good job and try his hardest at this role. I do not have that faith if it was Harrison, Oh no, Harrison Ford would yeah, be like halfway through the recording be and just be like, fuck it, whatever. You just have, have, what? <laughs> yep, I have said that. Harrison Ford uh, is an old school movie star. This man done, done his work. Like, man, a legend he, out here and he don't give a fuck about none of this shit. Hold on, hold on. In one interview, that dude asked him like, oh man, so are you really excited about this stuff? And he was like, nah, I'm just excited about going home. Like, he was dead right. ass serious. He, you just want to get paid. You would yeah. hear the ambience of the room that he recorded it in on his cell phone. Oh, or for sure. It would be yeah. from across the room or something. Yeah. <laughs> he would, that's how it would sound. Um, yeah, because because funny enough, I, I know from experience because when they released Lego the uh, uh, The Force Awakens before they did the Skywalker saga, mm-hmm. um, you could tell who came in to reread lines. You could tell who they were just like, just use the clip from the movie's audio. <laughs> and you could tell who like literally phoned it in. And I'm pretty sure like Harrison Ford did. Yeah, man. He, nah. Nah. It he, was he, so he, bad. He gave us the worst audio. And you can tell like <laughs> the people that or just had a replacement. They're like, I'm not doing that. And somebody else had to step in. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't mind Troy Baker, but all I'd say is like Troy. Remember when you like were supporting that AI voice acting thing? They would replace that. you for just AI Harrison Ford any day. So remember, this is why you have a job. Yeah, I remember that. They did give one release date, which was Hellblades on May twenty first. The rest of them were just timing. So Avowed is fall. Indiana Jones was later in twenty twenty four. And I think Aura History Untold was what spring, maybe. I think it was spring. Yeah, like they, they actually, literally don't have you... any like first quarter games. So no, Hellblade's one of those games where it's like I will play it. Sure, it's on Game Pass. I like, really, the fuck yeah, I, I, but I'm not buying a console to feel miserable. <laughs> yeah, like I'll probably play it. I don't know if I'll actually miserable is not the right word. Miserable and uncomfortable. Yeah. The voices whispering. Oh. All right. I, I never played the first one, so it's good. It's just you have to know what it is. Like it is very much it's... like a walking simulator with some combat sprinkled in here and there. Yeah, it's it's not um it's not a spoiler either. The game basically tells you outright, like, please wear headphones because it's a lot of um sort of spatial 
sound. Yeah. Like yeah. Voices coming from different directions around your head, making uh, you yeah. Yeah, have this, the, the sense of psychosis and things like that. It's it's really well done. It's just you have to know what you're playing before. You and play. it is. And yeah, and you have to be kind of in the right mindset because I, I remember trying to play that while I was not feeling great. And I was like, nope, this is not I can't do this right now because like just no. it does. It is just kind of like the ick feeling, if anything. With all the voices so close, yeah. Um. All right, running through some quick hitters here. Diablo Four Season Three, Season of the Construct launches January twenty third, so that's out this week. For some reason, Two K is bringing back Top Spin, um, for seventy dollars. So I hope you like tennis a lot. Uh, Foam Stars launches February sixth on PS Four and PS Five. Is also coming to PlayStation Plus. And it's a six-month timed exclusive to PlayStation platforms, which is longer than the game will last. He just couldn't help but get that in there. I yep. swear to God. I'm going at it. Let's go. Um, Warhammer 40K <laughs> Chaos Gate Damon Hunters. Coming. Fuck yes. This is February 20th. There you go. Yeah, I'm excited. That's been on PC for like a year. Like, and it's funny because the day before... Um, actually the day of they, they announced it on console like I, it was like the last day it was on sale on Steam and I was about to buy it and I was like oh shit I'm gonna wait and get it on Xbox like I was just about to get it uh, Stalker 2 got a release date September 5th 2024 coming to Game Pass day 1 Frostpunk 2 launching in the first half of 2024 on PC later in 2024 on Xbox and Playstation also coming to Game Pass and 11-bit studio said more of their games are coming to Game Pass uh, what else do we got here? Visions of Mana launching summer 2024. Elder Scrolls Online Gold Road launches June 18th. Avowed, as we mentioned, fall 2024. Uh, what else we got here? Neptunia Sisters vs. Sisters is coming to Xbox on April 16th, so Xbox finally getting some Neptunia. Oh, Lord. Uh, sea of Stars physical version launches May 10th. Uh, I saw something that I wanted to bring up. Where's it at? Oh, Rock Band. The final DLC for Rock Band was announced. It's launching this week. I didn't know that was still getting DLC. Holy crap. Every week. It's been getting DLC since launch for every week, and this is the last one. Wow. That's cool. I didn't know that. Just salute and say thank you for your service. (laughs) Um, oh, I did play this. I forgot to mention this. So Ziggurat and Poppy Works released an official Slave Zero X mod for Quake Remastered. The mod includes six levels, eight weapons, and an original soundtrack. You can download it within the game itself and just activate it, and then you can just play it. That's neat. Also, when I went in to play this, I did not know they did this, but somebody recreated uh, Knee Deep in the Dead, the first episode of Doom, within Quake Remastered. Like, you can just play it. Like, so it's the Quake enemies and Quake you can, background? You can mix it. You can So you can mix it with just Doom enemies or Doom and Quake enemies Sorry, or just this Quake. Is in the Quake. This is in the Quake remastered? Yeah, and it's free. You just load it up, download it, and activate it, and you just play through Knee Deep in the Dead. Like, even, the on, like, 
Like even on consoles? Yeah, yeah, that's where I play. Fuck me! All right, I'm just making sure because I might get loaded up to get it. Oh yeah, it's it's pretty cool, man. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like, and this new uh, Slave Zero X mod is pretty cool. Like it feels like Quake, but it's like entirely new visuals. So it's pretty cool. Uh every video game is now getting a movie. Martha is dead is getting a film adaptation. Okay. Uh, Until Dawn is getting a movie. It already is one, but okay. Uh, Ubisoft has updated the Ubisoft Plus service. Uh, It's now called Ubisoft Plus Premium. It's $18 a month, which is more than Game Pass. Wow. That's ballsy of them. Um, Is it just their new stuff? So the the premium, you get day one releases, multi and PC access, and premium editions. There's also... A tier called Ubisoft Plus Classics on PC. It is $7.99 a month, and it is a curated selection of back catalog and live service games. Hmm. Um, Ubisoft also announced a Captain Laserhawk uh, game. It was rated by Peggy. I tried to watch that show. It's weird, man. It's like... If you take all of Ubisoft's characters and put them in like this really gritty anime. Oh yeah, I see Rayman's there. Yeah, Rayman is in there. It's, it's I weird. might watch it because Rayman's in there. It's the most Rayman, you know. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, What's it's on it? Netflix. It's like was it like ten episodes or something? It's and it's called the Captain Laserhawk. Captain Laserhawk something the something. Blood Dragon remix. Yeah, okay. it's. Weird. I like weird. The the founders of Rocksteady Games uh, have created a new studio called Hundred Star Games. It includes founders Sefton Hill and Jamie Walker. Uh, it's based in London. Uh, Elden Ring has added a DLC package to Steam, so maybe that means the Erg Cree is coming soon. Maybe. Uh, I hope. There's a rumor that Embracer has killed Piranha Bytes, the team behind Gothic and Elix. So saw that. That could be. A I thing. also saw like some. It was a Reddit post, I believe, talking about how apparently the devs wanted to go back to. Um, I, I mean, literally, their name is Gothic, but that that sort of style, right? The medieval look. Um. And, like, the guy who ultimately had control said no and wanted to keep going. They had Elex 3 already planned. Like, Elex barely made enough. Like, I'm surprised Elex 2 got made. And this guy thought, like, 3 was going to happen. I reviewed Elex 2, and I'm surprised that it got made. I don't know what they... But that's, you know... I mean... Also, we make fun of we make fun of Ryan for like in janky RPGs. Is Gothic one of them, Ryan? No, not really. Yeah, see, like they're mm. not the best. Like you know, they just never were. And then gotcha. I, and like Risen, eh. I mean, there's some neat concepts. Like they do have great ideas, but they just. It's way too difficult. Like, not like, oh, this is just a learning challenge. No, like, it's impossible because the numbers don't make sense. 
Like yeah. Elex One has like the steepest learning curve. You have to literally go to the first village because otherwise you wander in the wilderness too long and all the creatures kill you in like one hit. So to like you always end up at the same sort of group because there's dip- you can choose kind of who you join. Well, the easiest one is right in front of you because otherwise you have to wander through the wilderness. I don't know. Just I'm surprised they've lasted this long with the mentality of their how they design games. Oh shit! All right, uh, I'm gonna do the emails and the tweets um, to finish up the show. But of course, I, I love it when people write in to yell at me. It's always my favorite thing. It's me this week. <laughs> What'd you do? What'd you do? Uh, so Adam sends in an email. It just says, corrections, in my opinion. He says, last week you guys stated a couple things I'd like to attempt to correct. And to be fair, both of these came from zero. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, out of her. Now, uh, hold on. He could be talking about who, who he thinks is a zero. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's probably still me. Uh, you know? It could still uh, it could be me. Come on. <laughs> uh, he said. He says you said PlayStation Plus sucks as a service. I think what you meant was PS Plus Premium sucks. As I thought that was implied. Like I mean, I have yeah. always said that PlayStation Plus, like the middle tier, is fucking great. Yeah. No. Uh, I, yeah. I, I'll. As much as I'd love to have someone yell at Ken for once instead of me, because it's usually me. That's how <laughs> it I'm is. Yes. Um, it, it, he do, yeah, we've we've gone over this before. Like, I think we all agree that like the mid tier is basically PlayStation's answer to Game Pass. It's that extra tier that just does not give any of the old games. And you know what? It's on them for like having so many fucking tiers and being as confusing. Like, that's the reason why. Like, it's the uh playstation pp <laughs> like, that's the reason why we call it that like it's just it's you know you've made it too confusing you've done the stupid thing of making it too hard to understand for consumers that are not in the know no i agree um he says essential is and has always been a good deal i agree even if you only get games that you want to play half of or even a quarter of the time, it still easily pays for itself, and extra is the same thing, just with far more games. No, I agree with both of those. Like, those two tiers are absolutely fine. Like, if I said PS Plus sucks, I just implied the premium tier, because Sony was like, we're going to give you classic games, and then they're like, fuck you, you get Siphon Filter. All of them. <laughs> All but of we them. added achievements, oh, guys. I don't give a fuck like, about okay. trophies and achievements. But, but I mean, yeah, like, alright. And that's great. I'm really glad you did. But like, why now of all things? Like, you've been releasing games on the PS3, yeah, and that didn't. Those didn't have trophies. I didn't. I would have loved Metal Gear Solid One with trophies. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. He says second. There was a rant about people waiting to play or pay for Ubisoft games. Motherfucker, you guys know how many games come out. Speaking of, I'm still on the Assassin's Creed DLC. Uh, we don't all get free review copies of games and we are not all waiting for the price drop. Sometimes we just don't have the time, especially with all the games we already have to play. I don't see the point of buying a game brand new at full price. I still have many finished that I haven't finished or even started. I don't even remember that part. I was, I was, I was Josh and Ryan about buying fucking, um, Prince of Persia. Which I right. was mostly just and poking then, at oh, you. Oh, 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 right, right, right. And then, okay. and then they they came out 
Ubisoft came out and was basically like, hey, we just released this great new game. What a great time for you to subscribe to our newly renovated uh, subscription service where you can play this game for $18. And, and hope Meanwhile, you don't... Ken's giving me shit about <laughs> saying that that's what I was going to do. I mostly just like to give you shit, but that's just... That's yeah, I know you do. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. Get, you know what? It, it's been the case for coming up on 25 years now. So. This, this is true, but I, I have always been the proponent of, like, it's my motherfucker. Like, the guy that... Dude, I had a four-hour argument with a dude on Twitter who was telling me I should give the extra money for the Horizon deal, or the Horizon upgrade. Oh, God. Like, I was like, no, dude, buy it for the $10 cheaper and upgrade it for free. He's like, no, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, motherfucker, it's my wallet. There's no morality in capitalism. (laughs) You don't get morality for spending money on things. That's not how that works, motherfucker. It reminds me. Oh, I'm good. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. It, um, you, you have no. You have no um, allegiance to any of these corporations because they have no allegiance to you. No, dude. If it reminds know. me of the. Uh, it reminds me of the Akewood comic, uh, where the guy says, "Why did you send a check for ten thousand dollars to Oreos?" And the other guy says, "I like their product. I wanted them to have a little walking around money." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Like, dude. Ain't nobody out there like, I'm going to give you more money because I like your product. I want your product for as cheap as right. I can fucking get it. Give, it, give me that shit cheap. Right. There's, I want him to have a little walking around the, money. The that thing, was funny. The thing that gets me there is this is also like when the game launches, when it's the most expensive. So what he said, like, then you just go, well, then I'll wait until it goes on sale. So they're not getting as much money, possibly. Like, it just doesn't. I don't know what the fuck you... You want people to buy the game when it comes out so you get another one. That's how a game succeeds, right? Yeah. Unfortunately. And it's like, what this dickhead was saying to you was like, no, don't spend $10 less. Like, okay, then I'll wait for the PS5 version to go on sale. I mean, this this like, stuff happens all the time. Like, PlayStation guys are weird because, like, they, they jump on Game Pass all the time. They're like, I'd rather give money directly to the developers. Like, what the fuck do you think Microsoft did to get it on Game Pass? Right. right. Yeah. Like I don't. I mean, Xbox <laughs> people are weird too. No, no, they're all weird. Well, but about I mean, money, Xbox, like, Xbox people, people might are weird. be weirder, but you just don't see as much of, of them because there's more PlayStation fanboys, and those fanboys say the same shit, and it's all stupid. Although I will say the ten dollar guy was was something a little different. I've never seen someone like fucking lick a boot like that <laughs> i mean and it was a long boot like and that, that thing went on oh. for like four hours i was like man why am i yeah, still replying to this sax music could be heard right. playing like oh jesus like, yeah, christ you you guys do the most lot. with the fucking the fucking boot licking i don't even get it like i don't understand it me either like, like I, I, I don't I re- give give game developers their props because the reality is, like, you know, those are the people that actually do the hard work. Um, the publishers are just the one that, you know, take the money, spends and collects the money. the money. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah, just put it they're out. Just, yeah. They're just a bank, essentially. Um, yeah, really. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I do say, like, you know, I, I totally understand, like, simping for, for developers, but, like, when they are also publishers or, you know, 
just the publisher. Like, I don't get it. Like, they, they're just rich people that spent money, or rich people coming together as a corporation to spend money, I should say. Alright, uh, next email <clears throat> is another Game of the Year list from a listener, us from Blue Skies. He says, hey guys, I listen every week and I think everyone is a great part of the show with varying tastes. Since I forgot to send my Game of the Year list, here it goes. Most disappointing, uh, Redfall and Starfield. Basically all Microsoft's output other than Hi-Fi Rush. Microsoft better get its shit together this year. It's been a decade of futility, really, with a few shining spots. The Horizon games tossed in. That was a... It does appear that they will get their shit together this year. It feels that they showed it, the other day. It feels that way. It feels like we might finally say, not have to say, let's wait till next year for Xbox to do something. <laughs> right. Uh, he says the other disappointment of the year was Diablo Four. Although I put in over fifty hours and finished the main story, I haven't gone back. The focus on removing aspects and putting them on other gear just ruined the fun. Uh, honorable mentions: Gloomhaven. El Paso Elsewhere, Pikmin 4, Remnant 2, and Super Mario RPG. And then his top 10 are in descending order, Resident Evil 4, Octopath 2, Spider-Man 2, Dead Island 2, which nobody talked about, uh, Shadow Gambit, Cursed Few, Diablo 4, Disappointing but I did enjoy it, Star Ocean, Second Story R, Cobalt Core, came out in late December and is a great roguelike <coughs> space card, oh, a battler. Um... Like a Dragon Gaiden, awesome side game before Infinite Wealth, although it is a full-size game well over 20 hours, and Baldur's Gate 3, best RPG and overall game in years. Uh, final thoughts, the AAA game industry is creatively bankrupt. Although the games this year were great, most of them were better iterations of original games. Some were even just glorified DLC. Looking at you, Zelda Tears of the King. Oh, get the fuck out of my... Ah! There's so much added to that game. Like, that game is what I would argue probably triple the size. He says he played a couple dozen hours and it was meh. You're meh. <laughs> I didn't like the loop as much as I did in Breath of the Wild. I'm still but... playing it. I know. Uh, but looking Look, at... I, I know I'm the weird one. I understand. Uh, but looking at my list of 15 games, eight were sequels, three were remakes, one was a board game conversion, and only three were original original games, which were basically indie games. AAA games are getting too expensive and complex and take too long to make. Stockholders getting antsy and urge publishers to push out games before they're done, resulting in some subpar games. Publishers don't want to take risks due to time and money, and therefore stick to sequels and easy money remasters. If any of these underperform to their lofty, unrealistic expectations, and that's why we're having these layoffs. It's ugly, and it will get worse. We need more A and AA games, not six-year developed game rehashes. Anyway, take care from Daryl. Yeah, I. we've had this conversation a lot, but I just feel like that $300 million game budget ain't going to sustain, man. Not I mean, with, how could it ever? Not with a hun- not the... without a hundred dollar game prices. Yeah, I mean, it, it... the quality that you get from games isn't helping, right? Like, we buy a game at full price. You know what? What is it over there? Seventy. Seventy is the right? new standard for yeah. AAA games. So, like, mine is seven. Mine is eighty. You know. So, like, then you bring it home, and it's not, or if you buy it digitally, whatever, and then it's, like, 
not finished, right? Like that doesn't help. Like that makes it less people less likely to go and buy it day one. That means that they're not getting their full money back. It feeds into itself. Yeah, which is why things like Game Pass do well because you pay for this and then you can play it and if it's shit then you just delete it and play something else. You know, the only yep. person that I buy physical games from other than like the Yakuza series because I have a thing with collecting those games um, is Nintendo stuff. Because like generally even in their base form they're playable games like they're a full experience still. Nintendo is very high on quality control. 100%. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, they still patch issues that Indeed, show up later. But, they try to uh, patch out my yeah. fun in Tears of the Kingdom, but I have still not updated that game. I fucking wish I hadn't updated. Yep. It didn't patch out my fun. Um, <laughs> I, never, I had a clean playthrough and never used any of the duplications, so I updated mine because... I mean, do, I do, you, sniff, do you sniff your own to parts, my too? Experience. Do you sniff your own fart? Yeah. <laughs> He's squirreling yeah. around in a wine glass talking about some ah, yeah. <laughs> We're just guilt tripping Ryan for just it's, not being shitty and playing the game as it's it's meant to be played. It's Gatorade in the wine glass, by the way. It's Gatorade in the wine glass, yes, 100%. Yeah. Oh shit! No, no, it's that's that's hilarious. No, fuck that. I was like, man, the when the when the fairies were like, you need fifty five of this item to upgrade your armor. Yeah. I was like, hold on, let yeah, me do, I, do, 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 do. And I just exactly. jumped off the little the little step. Yeah, <laughs> yep. let me, let me yep. dupe all this <laughs> shit. Here you go. I like, duplicated the shit out of stuff. Uh, like, man, listen. I, <laughs> I still spent one hundred and fifty hours in that game. You can't say nothing. Fuck you. I'll duplicate it. I don't care. Yeah. I oh fuck god damn it that's exactly what I did just, oh yeah hundred yeah, percent I can only imagine what it would have looked like <laughs> to anybody around the area of me just I just jump Listen, off the ledge I, learned, I, I, I had, learned the hard way that you can't duplicate bombs like that doesn't work for I you also myself. you also can't duplicate lizards because they run away yeah oh nice I didn't know that I'm like how's that bitch still frogs. alive in my pocket like he should be dead. <laughs> Oh shit! I'm just picturing when like Link, when Link catches the animal. There's just a small animation of him bashing it against the ground. Yeah, die, motherfucker! Right. You're going in my pouch. Jumping in this pouch. Jumping in here. Oh, uh, all right. We got one tweet, and then we're gonna get out of here. Chad writes in and says, "I want a video game that is purely focused around a forbidden, overly dramatic love story with Souls-like gameplay." And one more thing, it's a musical. Also, I've been drinking today. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great game. I mean, yeah. I'm surprised it yeah. doesn't exist. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's, it's I mean, so so. Just wait for Romeo. Well, they'll make Romeo and Juliet in the style of Life of Pi. Or not Life of Pi. Life, Life, of, Life of Pi. Life of Strange. <laughs> if they made it in the style of Life of Pi, that would be that would be something. You just on a boat having makes sense except for the tiger. Yeah, you you have you just on a boat having like delusions of grandeur or something. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Why, why is that not a game? Like. Oh. <laughs> I could totally see a musical Lies of P. This focus oh, around a love story. It, well, you know what? I, I, I was that. just thinking, yeah. um, 
do a like it would be an indie game, so it'd be a two D Metroidvania Souls like, and that all the dialogue would be sung. I saw somebody call Prince of Persia a Souls like, and I was like, "Come over here, so I can slap you." Right? Yeah. No. It it had yeah. You know what? I tested that too when I got to the first save point thing because I thought that was what it's going to do. So I killed something and then like saved, and I was like, oh, "Okay, didn't respond. All right, we're not." This is this is a Souls game. <laughs> Fuck! No. I think every time you die, you what just lose a couple shards or something like currency. Mm-hmm. I think that's what yeah. It is. You lose yeah. your currency. Yeah, it falls out of you, and then that's it. Like it's not a big penalty um, for dying. And then like you don't like when you fuck up on traps and stuff, you don't die instantly. It just takes some health, so you can always just heal all the way back up before you try again. So like each time you mess up, it's just like you get hit basically. Oh yeah, it's there's new. So you're saying you could dust it off and try again? <laughs> yes, sir. You can. Dust it right off and yeah, try, again. try again. Good. Try again. Try uh, again. Rest in peace. Jesus. Absolutely. And what a, what a ride this has been. If you stuck around past the PAL world, which I'm shocked I'm still here. <laughs> we've, <laughs> I feel like it was a good show. It was. I think it was a good show. Oh, right. man. So I, I got to ask this question. How long do you think this keeps going? Because it just broke four million this morning. Like, where does it end? Well, hold on. I, I actually... Oh, fuck. Excuse me. I, I had a number of what it was selling per hour. Um, yeah, they said they show it was like 81,000 or something stupid. Yeah. Like they had, yeah. Like, yeah. Per, per hour. And none of this is none of this is counting Game Pass, which is fucking wild to me. Right. This is just the paid stuff on Steam. Like it's not counting if they bought it on Xbox or that either. It's literally just the Steam purchases, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm I'm curious how long this goes. Same. Because <sighs> I honestly I again, I think everybody like I said in, in when I was talking about it, everybody's appeal is like, Oh man, I love Pokemon. I love shooters. Let me play this. But I think they're gonna get in there like you and be like, I gotta eat, I gotta build a base, I gotta punch this tree and get resources. Fuck this. I thought I was just, you know, giving Pikachu a pistol. Nah, <laughs> no, nah, it's not it's not it's a little bit more than that. So this I'm curious to see. <laughs> Oh shit! All right. This is because the children uh, yearn to live off the land and survive in the wild. <laughs> yeah, right. The children yearn for the mines. Yes, <laughs> this is their this is their literal definition of touching grass. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. the kids be doing these days. Anyway, uh, yeah. If you want to tweet us, it's at ZTGD Radio on the Twitter. Uh, we also have an email podcast at ztgd.com. And I believe Phoenix Down is kicking into Greedfall. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, I think that first episode will probably be this week. Uh, I know we were staggering Dead Space because they, they like lost a week in there. So we didn't actually lose a week because we had extra episodes. So we were good. So I think Greedfall probably starts this week. Um, but I think that's it. So unless anybody has anything else, I'm going to go watch the last two playoff games, bitches. Yeah, go Lions. That's right. Peace. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. <laughs>